Listening to episode 10 of She's a Super Geek, the live play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. I'm Senda, and on today's episode, my co host Emily and I are joined by James D'Amato, Tara Snover, and Liz Chapradical to play One Last Job. One note quickly before we get to the show Liz has a dog, and now you know. Fifteen years ago, a tragedy ripped apart the best magical girl team in history, known as the Rainbow Rangers. Now, I, Lady Fuzzfur, have had to recruit Captain Sparkles, Lieutenant Sapphire, Commander Shale, and Sergeant Square to stop their old nemesis, General Granite and his slate soldiers, from getting the last piece of the perfect pearl from the pinnacle of a pole on Tokyo Tower. But will their past keep them from preventing Grey from taking over the world? You think that could take us out? All right, guys, what are we going to do? All right, guys, group huddle. (laughs) Group huddle. Your watches start shining, and just like a beam of light comes out, and General Granite is frozen. And from the communicator, you hear Lady Fuzzfur going, I've done what I can. You only have four and a half minutes until he unfreezes. You guys, did you know we could stop time? I didn't know Lady Fuzzfur could stop time. What do you think I've been doing for 15 years? Well, why didn't you do that when Puce was dying? Because I didn't have the technology 15 years ago. Guys, I think we can all agree that Lady Fuzzfur is a monster. Stop blaming Lady Fuzzfur. That is your opinion, Sergeant Square. She made us into child soldiers. It's actually a decent point. He, he, he has a point, yes. Soldiers. If it weren't for Lady Fuzzfur, none of us would have gotten into this this profession. And Puce would still be alive. She's just a hedgehog. What's important now is that we band together and we finish this. So no one else has to do it. That's right. Fine. Whatever happens, Brian needs to not be a magical child. Brian. That's right. Brian. I named him Brian because you weren't there. I never heard you call. But if that's true, we've got a power that that he can't defeat. That's a bond of both friendship and love. It's true. But only if you'll pay child support. (laughs) All right, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. I'm a bare-knuckle boxer. Technically, none of the money I make is taxed anyway. Also, I'm an expat, so there's a lot of complicated legal stuff that's dividing no. that. Let's just if see you, how this if, goes. You no know, wonder she didn't we'll marry you. It out. If you, if you want to try to be a father now, you're going to have to get your stuff together and become responsible. All right. This might be the most difficult transformation sequence I ever undergo. <laughs> oh my but God. I'm willing to do it. <laughs> All right. We can do this together. Captain Sparkle, when did you discover you were pregnant? Before Uh, or after the event? I think I discovered that I was pregnant right before we went to the event. Right before the final battle, but I hadn't told anyone yet. Oh my god. That's so tragic. That's why she didn't unleash (laughs) her full power. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I was afraid I might hurt the baby. That's why she transformed in the bathroom and not in front of everybody else that last fight. (laughs) I 
was wondering why she came out in full costume. So, about General Granite. General Granite. Shall we just, like, whack him with that pole? The pole with the piece of the pearl on top? Yes, the pole with the piece of the pearl on top. <laughs> Is this a loose freestanding? Can we... I could break off the pole and then just, like, stab him with it and then I mean, grab the piece of the it's, pearl. It's, um, secured into the building. Oh. Well, then that's... I mean, I, you could slice through it. But if we climb up the pole and we give you the piece of the pearl then you will be able to use your ultimate power on Captain Granite. That's right. I can use the, the light of the rainbow love Yes, lit. and you need to unleash it on him so we can be done with this once and for all. And you and Ryan and Sergeant Square paying child support because the entire group agrees on this um, My name can is walk Nathan. off into the sunset. Retroactive <laughs> child support, by the way, just saying. I yes. was just told about this child today. So, I feel like I've been handling this pretty well. It's time for you to rain, Rainbow Ranger up, Sergeant Square, all right? That's right. I feel like a lot of responsibility is being dumped on me all of a sudden. <laughs> this is what happens when you're the only one wearing hot pants. <laughs> Wait, now it's because of how I'm dressed? I don't know about this whole group's attitude. <laughs> You, yeah. you put the pants on. <laughs> if you're going to wear the pants, pants in the group, you got to wear the pants. <laughs> I'm the one who wears the hot pants in this relationship. Yeah, you put your hot pants on one hole at a time, just like the rest of us, Sergeant oh. Square. <laughs> I would have a different plan. Tell us, Sapphire. Other than making fun of Sergeant Square. How about uh, Square and I distract the general while um, you and uh, Shale climb up to the top to get the uh, pearl and then use your ultimate attack. See, Sapphire. All right, we can do that. You are brilliant when you're not drinking. Yeah. I'm brilliant is... when I am drinking. Are you? Uh, <sighs> Sapphire. That's just... You put that flask down. Put it down. We've only got 30 seconds left before General Granite's going to unfreeze. We've used most of that time on emotional conversation and none of it on planning. It's almost like this is a magical girl already. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything they want to say about their feelings before we start this? Look, that that pearl controls all the happiness in the world. It controls all the color in the world. If we get our hands on it, it's going to make us so much more powerful. It'll give us exactly what we need to defeat the general. But we've got to wrestle it away from him first. Somebody has to misdirect him. I look around for a second like at everyone else and go, oh, you mean me? <laughs> As he slowly slips Sapphire. his beer. Who Sapphire, could it be? We're, we're looking at you. Sapphire, we're Sapphire, at you. who do you think could misdirect him? <laughs> Fine, just finish off my entire flask, drop it off the thing, and then stumble it. But, you know, I'm used to this, so I walk very well over right. it and then wait for him to unfreeze. All right, so you're going to misdirect him. Somebody's going to grab the pearl. I'm going to climb the pole and grab the... Oh, wait, are we trying to grab the pearl from him? Well, he has most of the pearl. There's one piece on top of the... And there's the piece on top. I can grab the pearl from him if, Shale, you can use your stretchy arms to climb the pole and get the the piece of the perfect pearl from the pole. I'll take the piece of the perfect pearl, and then I will bring it down and put the piece of the perfect pearl into the pearl, and it will... will, Into the perfect pearl, which will make it perfect? It will make it perfect. Perfectly Profoundly perfect. Just, perfect. Just the way Puce wanted it. Now, you all remember what happened last time the perfect pearl came together, though. 
Oh, yes. It was great yeah. for us and terrible for everyone else. Well, that's when Puce died. Oh, Puce that's right. died breaking the pearl apart. Yeah, to, she died breaking it. To prevent anyone from getting the power of the pearl. Is it because it somehow corrupted all of us and Puce was the only one who knew that the perfect pearl corrupted? So she, like, sacrificed herself to break it apart? Yes, yes, yes. But now we need to use the perfect pearl again because I we have to use the perfect we have pearl. to use the perfect pearl, and I, I think we're strong enough to resist the temptation of the perfect pearl this time. Surely nothing could go wrong. Puce was the only one pure enough to handle the pearl last time. It's because we were all lying to each other. That's why we grew apart. But now we're back together, and so That's... will the pearl. <laughs> the pearl. Wait, will be what too. was Shale lying about? Look, Shale is shady. Shale is a little shady. She's kind of creepy. She just hangs out sort of behind you. Have you been watching this anime at all? <laughs> Shale, Shale has many secrets. She is a woman of mystery. And she's a mystery wrapped in an enigma. Wrapped in sweat sometimes. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll find out some of that more. But All right. As you're, as you're all like, wait a minute. We all have secrets? Uh <laughs> General Granite suddenly comes back to life and keeps monologuing as if you hadn't, as if he hadn't been stopped. We're emotionally bonding over here. One more minute. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you Rainbow Rangers ever do. Emotionally bond. It's why you're weak. Okay, guys. You think the power of love and friendship is worth anything in the real world? Well, you're kind of you know, spent all of these 15 years trying to put together the thing that is powered by love and friendship. So I feel like you think it's really powerful too. That was awfully hypocritical of you guys. Am I the only one on this? No, no, no. Yeah. When I put together this pearl, we've found a way to reverse this pearl. What? What? Turn it into the black pearl. Of not friendship and unlovability. Okay, that would more like be hate and rivalry, I guess. Hate! The Black Pearl of hate and rivalry. The, it doesn't it, have a clever name yet. Somebody think of one. The Slate Soldiers have never been super good at catchy names. It's just a, it's one of their things. That's true. We're a lot of things. We're, we're bad with puns. Enough chit-chat. Time to spank this monkey. <laughs> All right, Rainbow Rangers, let's do this. I punch for love and friendship. She said it. She really said it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to nice. do it dangerously yep. because I'm um, using one of my grit. Because, you know, the Tokyo Tower, the top of it is a bunch of beams and stuff. Because a lot like the Eiffel Tower, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make it look like the entire thing is like hundreds of new beams to look like you could jump on and things. So if he jumps on one, he'll screw up and, you know plummet a bit and at the same time i'm gonna have a bunch of me's jumping off those beams at him while the real me goes in for the um strike sound good that sounds good mm-hmm. yeah. yeah all right so that's six die going high eight high ten with one one. Oh no Gosh. okay please describe this there's been a lot of so that i can also look at the rest of your numbers and figure out how many successes you gain actually i only have two successes if you have a high right eight so what happens is when we're all jumping off the beams and I'm jumping off the real ones, we all converge on him. And at the last second, I do a somersault kick square into his forehead. 
So he's monologuing, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. of course he is. With his hands on his hips, explaining the the powers of the of what the perfect portal will become once it's thoroughly corrupted. And all of a sudden, there are so many Lieutenant Sapphires. It's like a fan fiction. All of the sapphires. Yeah, no. <laughs> all of the sapphires. And he doesn't know what to do, and so he definitely tries to counter some of the fake sapphires and ends up yeah slipping and stumbling and you get him yeah right across the forehead and he um he he falls down but he manages to grab hold of one of the poles and and pull himself back up but he is thoroughly shaken i think lieutenant sapphire landing her punch is my signal to go running in with the glitter gauntlets with sparkles shining off of them. And I'm basically just running at him with both gauntlets out, screaming, Brian! For Brian! So my hope is that I'm going to, I'm going to run into him, basically slam into him, and I'm going to hit him in the stomach so hard that he just lets go of the pearl, and then I'll catch it as it's falling. Okay. We'll have one of those slow motion backlit scenes where everything is kind of glowing because the background is just white, glowing brilliantly. And, and then as the pearl falls, it will sparkle. And maybe I should roll first. Um, yes. I am... I'm at seven. Oh. This is terrifying, you guys. Do something reckless. Uh, <laughs> she's She's got a lot of dice. So uh, this will definitely be fight. If you're yelling Brian's name... It might be Lovelorn, too. It might be Lovelorn, too. Because there's all this emotionally charged energy. And the father of your child has just discovered that he's the father of your child. Yeah, and really what I need to do, the only reason I'm really back here is I need to make sure that Brian doesn't get sucked into this world of magical child soldiers. Because it's a dangerous place. Children die. Like pews. (laughs) And he can't be involved in that. You could also use uh, Do It Dangerously. Oh, as you're going to punch, your eyes fill up with tear. Yes, and they and they, <laughs> they shiver as they fly behind me as I go through the screen, and, and my hair and the tears are, like, flying out behind right. me in the breeze. Yes, of course, that happens. Okay, I'm going to try and do this dangerous, dangerously, because what I'm doing is I'm running, but I don't know which spokes on the tower are real either so the fact that i am running and not checking that as i'm running is like that as that charge i'm basically charging in dangerously throwing caution to the winds um as i make that charge so i'm gonna go ahead and do that all right you lose one grit i do but i think that that means i am rolling seven dice Mm -hmm. oh good we're evenly matched oh my god (laughs) right (laughs) yes okay guys i'm so nervous right now High like, nine. So nervous. Nine. Oh my god. We got a high nine. I'm so scared to roll. Oh, oh sh- god. That's one, just two, wait, what? Three, uh, nine, four, five, six, seven. Well, we tied. Yes. We do okay, tie. Okay, that's good. That's good, right? Is that good? Well, no. Tying is bad generally. Uh, I think it's not great. Right. So, oh. uh, you can do something stupid that sets my highest dice to one, and it would add a dice to the danger pool. You can get yeah. hurt. Set my highest dice to 10. You lose a point of stamina, but then a dice is removed from the danger pool. I'm good either way. We're at seven dice in the danger pool, and I'm about to add one from my roll anyway, because I have a one in here. Oh, my God. Um, I think that I am going to get hurt. Yeah, that's okay. probably the best course of action. I think we need what we need to do is have everybody try and hold him off. Uh, to lower it as much as possible, and then when we'll we'll have it come back around to send a 
who will finish him off with an ultimate attack the way magical girl shows work anyway. <laughs> okay. So he what pulls happens? himself up and uh, he sees you running at him, but you have tears in your eyes and you're really shaky and he ends up just like grabbing your head, you know, like bigger people do sometimes with smaller siblings and whatnot and pushing you back. And so you get pushed back into um, one of the iron bars. Ugh. Yeah, one of the real girders. So now we, we need to hold him off until Captain Sparkle can do her ultimate attack. Yeah. Okay. We need to get that. Yeah. We need to get the Pearl. danger pool down. Yeah, I maybe should have held him off instead of even trying. But I thought I had like a reasonable chance. I, you know what? I feel like that mirrors magical girls genre exactly. So that's yeah. just perfect. Yeah. Fail miserably and then everybody comes in. And then succeed. I mean, you you had a dice pool of like six or seven. Like, I also thought it was going to work. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Shale or square? All right. Square is going to go. And he will be spending a grit on this roll as he takes his cape off of his shoulders and goes, I am discarding my protective cape. I'm not going to be using the skills that you're used to facing, the skills of us magical girls and boy. I'm going to be using the skills I learned in bare knuckle boxing. His, Just announce it. <laughs> his uh, mustache and beard like go really close to his face. And he just raises his fists. Uh, jumping through the air with his thigh-high boots and his uh, bare fists. He goes to try and deck General Granite on the side of the face, spending my grit. Uh, that gives me six dice. Oh, no, I need to use my mustache somehow. So, grow yeah, he grows his yeah. mustache out and he wraps them around his knuckles. Uh, yes. So he's got mustache knuckles, not brass knuckles, but must knuckles. Which obviously hurts even more than brass knuckles. But, well, I mean, like, have you ever it's felt like death a by beard? Cut. It's real scratchy. <laughs> it's like a brother. It'll give him a rash. Yeah. Punches right. him and then irritates the area. Yeah. <laughs> really irritates the area. So I'm All going right. to roll. So we're at 7v7. I got a high 10. <sighs> oh, no. Emily, stop rolling so well. Oh, I, I only rolled six. So oh, no, that's uh, another one. Uh, Good oh, Lord. Oh, God. I don't have any legends yet. Yeah, uh, you guys. Or yeah. scars or anything. So okay. we have a lot of options here. Okay. We do have a lot of options. Well, like the legend of Furry Fist, right? <laughs> that... You know, it, it, it was really odd because we were, and you know, that's also how, how Shale knew about about where Sergeant Square was, because she uh, she reads the London Times, as one does, and there was mm -hmm. these reports of Furry Fist coming in through the news channels and the Times. Basically, this, this man, completely covered in fur, who would, uh, who would go into the bare-knuckle boxing rings... And, you know, Brillo pad people to death, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and it said that, you know, he fought with, uh, with the fury of a man who had lost his heart a long time ago. And, you know, Shale just knew. She knew. She, she said to herself, that must be Sergeant Square. He also <laughs> must be the furry fist. And so I feel like he... Furry fury! <laughs> 
So you have found a way to meld your magicalness and your bare knuckle boxing skills. Yes. is what it sounds like. Yes. So that sounds like you'll re-roll with an extra die. Oh man. Okay, here we go. Come on, James. <laughs> That's a two. Damn it. <laughs> my god did you re-roll them all yeah that's re-rolling that's re one two three four, two nines five, that's good right seven, eight. it's two nines is not good enough it doesn't beat her high die what is her high yeah, die? but her but her 10 oh, oh, oh you've got a nine a too, don't you emily so it's gonna be another tie because the 10 does damage if you just win oh. right it doesn't yeah that's true you take away that die Huh, but she's still got a nine. Right. You yeah. can also, you can keep going. You can add a scar or uh, equipment now. That's true. Okay, scars. All right. So any other player can turn a failure into a success by mentioning your scars. You're basically either taunting somebody, I guess, with like something that they did badly before, or, you know, it, he lost his, his heart long ago. I mean... Captain Sparkle has some things to say to the man who didn't help her raise a child, right? Right. Should... It... Nathan, you never could fight. That's why I never told you about Brian. Even after I had him and he was a perfect little baby. That's a weird decision! <laughs> <laughs> it's important because I can fight. You have to be able to fight if you're going to be a dad. I don't know where this is going. Dad. Nope, nope. <laughs> You got to commit to that. <laughs> okay, I'm committing. You got to be able to fight if you're going to raise a child in this world of magical girls and boys. Especially one who has two magical parents who so he's probably going to be magical himself. I've spent all this time running from who I am. Running from what I'm supposed to do. But this is who I'm supposed to be! Standing in the hot pants with giant furry arms. Uh, <laughs> backlit by the city. He raises his arms. I won't give up, General Granite! I can't! I have a son who depends on me! Prepare for more furry pounding. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> oh, my God. Hurrah! <laughs> 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 All right. So, yeah, so then you'd succeed. Nice. By take it and, and take no stamina. So you're furry pounding General Grant. <laughs> and uh, he looks pretty beat up by this point. And um, he falls um, onto a, a wider part of a beam, so he's still there, but he lets go of uh, the perfect pearl. Uh, and it kind of rolls away. And obviously everybody's looking at it, like everybody's kind of frozen, and like a couple people are like, you know, we're gonna reach for it. When your eyes are on it, the camera's on it, when a, uh, a black leather ankle boot uh, steps on it, and you hear this. Oh no, sarcastic oh. clapping. The worst kind of clapping. Oh no. <laughs> and the camera pans up uh, to see this this woman. She's wearing, she's wearing skinny cut jeans, and she's got a bright purple fedora on. Oh no, the most evil kind of hat. <laughs> the most evil hat. And is wearing like a button up uh, shirt with like a ruffle on it. And uh, both the audience and the characters know from the flashbacks 
that uh, you are looking at a 15-year-older version of Puce. <gasps> and she reaches down and picks up the pearl and kind of tosses it and says, I knew you'd all come for this. So lovely to see you again. Puce, Puce. you're alive! <laughs> what happened? How did you survive? I went to your funeral. Yes, I know. I was there. Yeah, you were, but you were dead. <laughs> That's how funerals no. are normally conducted, is the dead person is there. <laughs> They're just dead. Well, at least somebody you thought was Puce was dead. You all left me for dead at that last battle. You were throwing gin. You were messing up gray rillas. We were in that prism prison. And I gave everything to protect this planet and the perfect pearl. And you left me for dead. Well, you know who didn't leave me for dead? General Granite. Well, no, he killed you. Or tried to. Very hard. Yes, he did. And then after you left, after you went to scatter the pieces of the perfect pearl, he revived me. Dude, you can do that? I look over at them. (laughs) (laughs) And he, and just, General Granite is not moving. He taught me everything he knew. It's a shame, though, as he gathered the pieces of the perfect pearl, he didn't realize that someone was zapping his energy away. And now it is time for my revenge. Puce, you didn't, you don't need to do this. You don't need to do this. We've rediscovered our love and friendship. We Love and friendship. Is that what you think the world is? It is. The it world was. is darkness. No. And hatred. No. Where the, your best friends betray you. Where you can die for your ideals and it doesn't matter. Look, everybody's reaction to this is really confusing. Okay, this guy murdered you. And it makes no sense that you would join him. Think about it for like even a second. I thought we established that the pearl blowing up killed me. I mean, like, there's only one reason that it was in danger of blowing up in the first place. And that was 100% because of this jerk. Listen, I'm trying to reason with you. We're your friends. We're reasonable. It zooms out to him, like, in hot pants and thigh-high boots. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you dare talk about the general that way. The general is the only person who ever showed me what true compassion looked like. But, Puce, you had the purest heart. You were the only one of us who could break apart the pearl. I know, and now I'm the only one who's going to put it back together again. Don't you care about us? We care about you. Uh, I'm the only one who showed up to the funeral, so really, I'm the only one who can make that Really, Sergeant Square? Really, Sergeant Square? You're going to bring that up right now? So, um, we have a flashback of... um, Yes, please, flashback. The Amber Star is... um, She's in her black clothes. She's, She's hugely pregnant, and she's just about to walk out of the door, and she suddenly doubles over in pain and clutches her stomach. And she goes, oh, no, the baby's coming. The baby's coming. And she, um, someone is there helping her that's sort of faceless. Um, and they go, oh, no. And they, they call the hospital. And then the next scene is just her arriving at the hospital. And they're wheeling her up in the wheelchair to the delivery room. 
No, I can't have the baby now. I have to go to a funeral. No, you don't understand. It's my my best friend. It's my best friend's funeral. As it, it, it fades back in to Puce, or as, as she tells you, she likes to be known now as a Prefect Puce has taken the the what's le- what's there of the of the pearl and is using the power to uh, levitate up to get the final piece. Um I think the only person who hasn't gone this round is Liz. Is Shale. <laughs> yep. Wait, are we going to wait wait aren't we going to we're still going to try to hold her back, right? So you can do your final attack. You could try to hold her back with your arms and your love. Yes. Yeah, ho- okay, holding well, back and, and is still going to work. Yeah. Okay, cuz grit um Grit means that I have to do like a reckless attack or something like that, or yeah. how does that work? Okay. Do you do you so you you do something that you know you're doing dangerously, so it could get okay. you in trouble. Well, basically, Shell is a bit sketchy, um, and she knows a little bit too much about monkeys, um, and and you know she has feelings for monkeys that she can't quite work out. But that's because what all the other oh Rainbow Rangers don't know is that Shell was an orphan. And actually, the two two people, or should I say creatures, that picked her up and raised her until the Rainbow Rangers found her were Grayrillas. And so, Whoa. basically, at this moment, you know, Shale knows that she just has to do something, uh, she has to do something reckless, and she has to, you know, show her true monkey nature to everybody just so that she can do the best attack she can possibly do and hold back Prefect Puce and uh, let uh, Captain Sparkles do her uh, do her final attack. So, uh, you know, she, she unleashes monkey see, monkey do. And <laughs> she, uh, she starts leaping over like a gorilla, using her flexibility to give her extra, um, extra momentum, and she tries to hold back uh, Prefect Puce. So can I use my flexibility and then grit because it's reckless? <laughs> Wait, yeah. you just told a pretty good story there. Do you, does she, do you have any abilities left? Uh, I don't think so because I'm the best at fighting Grayrillas and I'm flexible. So that was... No, you get four, up to four. Oh, you could, okay. So you could have so, one that's like monkeying around or something like that. Monkeying yes! around. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's flexibility plus the grit plus monkeying around. So that's seven? Seven. Seven. Okay. High nine. (gasps) Two tens, a nine, (gasps) two eights, and two threes. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Monkey see, monkey do. (laughs) All right, so describe what you're doing. Well, basically, she sees Prefect Pearl trying to climb up the climb up the pole, but obviously, being raised by monkeys and being hyper flexible means that she can do this fifteen times better. So basically, she uh, she starts clambering up the pole, and as she does, she sort of like wraps her limbs around around Prefect Puce, holding her down for Captain Sparkles, and she says, "Captain Sparkles, do your ultimate rainbow friendship attack." Yes. So does that take the danger pool down by two for her two tens? The danger pool is now at five. Of them. Okay. Okay. So we are back at the top of the round. So anybody can act. Go. For I am it. going to use my ability of the um, illusions. The illusions. Illusions. Thank you. Illusions. I'm going to make illusions of all the past good times we had together all around her. <laughs> oh. Yes. Try to make her remember love and compassion and all that jazz. Can, I can't think of any way I can do this dangerously. Uh, 
I don't think I can. No, but if you wanted to try and add um, another ability, I do. You still have slots. So we um, we have a flashback of Sapphire. She's getting ready. She's getting her final stuff together um, before we go in for the final battle. She's gathering her things. She's putting the grenade in her belt. And you see her look at the flask and think about it and then put it on her belt too. And like after filling it up with some something decent. And then uh, she turns and on the television that's playing behind her in her bedroom as she's getting ready because of course she's like 14 or 15. Um, what what you see that's playing is uh, it's You've Got Mail. She's watching You've Got Mail. And it's like getting to be the end of the movie and the two people are just falling in love and you see her turn around and she's watching this really gooey romantic comedy and you see her just wipe a tear from her eyes because she doesn't want to be seen that way. Um, And we flash back. she's secretly mushy. She's secretly super mushy. Secretly sentimental. There we go. Secretly sentimental. That's better than hidden heart. And then also I figured out how to make it dangerously at the same time while these are going up, I'm going, uh, climbing up to do a jump bear hug. <laughs> so that'll take that would grit. be pretty dangerous. Yes. So that will take a grit and that'll bring me up to, so you start with two dice normally. So that's four plus three, seven. Yes. Cool. And I'm at five. I got a high 10. Great. Oh. Let's roll this. Oh. I got two tens. But you only have one ten? Right. Then uh, there's a way I can drop it, your ten, down to a one, right? Th- there is, yeah. You can do, if you do something stupid, you'll set my high dice to one. But it will also add more to the danger pool. But yeah, what's yeah. your second highest dice? An eight there? Seven. Seven? I would do one, two, two three, three, four. four. Yes, that would be four, four successes. Yeah, so that's yeah. worth yep. it. Do that, yeah, yep. So, okay, um, dangerous. Once I get in there in the hug, I put my forehead against hers and say, feel the love. That's pretty stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so maybe instead of projecting the images all around her, maybe you bear hug her and you're projecting them straight into her mind from your, like, connection of your forehead. That's better. Yeah, that's good. Flashbacks. Flashbacks. And yes, sure, I will flashbacks. do the feel the love thing. My uh, mind to your mind. My thoughts to your thoughts. And uh, then it drops, that would drop the thing by three because you get plus one and minus four. Minus four. Yeah. Bam. Oh, geez. I just realized I have like seven grit. <laughs> <laughs> I only used one grit. I started with two and I earned like so much. Yeah. not been using it at all all right sorry guys so, yes. <laughs> this no we have supposed to be way easier the, <laughs> as the memories flood into uh Pius's mind you see her like her body's still super determined but her eyes like start tearing up like you've really gotten to like her hidden heart um i'm gonna go so what's going on with general granite right now because i know puce appeared he's down um he's down he okay. can be getting up. Yeah, I'm just going to push him if, off if the tower. A... <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody's paying attention. Yes. All right, so General Granite looks like he's getting up. Like, it looks yeah. like he's rallying himself. Like, he's still in really good shape. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Sergeant Square, though, you're the only person who sees this. Yeah. 
Not this time, General Granite. You brainwashed the last of my friends. Now it's time for you to face my ultimate power. And uh, you see him like doing the classic anime powering up. This is going to be my spending a grit to take a risk. And pink suspenders start forming over my hot pants, <laughs> which which grow oh into God. regular pants. And my mustache uh, like shrinks up to be just a fine uh, mustache over my lips. Oh, Jesus Christ, he's becoming a hipster. <laughs> Better. Uh, hair starts spouting from my chest. And then before him, he sees the spitting image of Freddie Mercury. <laughs> and I shout, Mercury mustache mayhem! Oh, and I charge at him. And I attack. Uh, Can't do it, man. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, so I got two tens. Oh, you got ten. You got two tens. Cool. I got two yeah, tens. Yeah. So it's a it's a draw. Uh, do take draw her thing to a one. Yeah. yeah. If you do something stupid, that'll add a dice to the danger pool. If you get hurt, so... you'll lose a point of stamina, and a dice is removed from the pool. You won't get a success, but you'll remove a dice from the pool. Yeah, I think it's probably better to remove a die, right? Yeah, because she's her other ones are uh, eights. Looks like. It would be my next highest, yeah. It would be, yeah. So I, so I would only get two successes to the track if I, right. If I went after successes, um, so I will, I will instead get hurt because my character apparently, much like Bacta, cannot accomplish anything. Oh, uh, so, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, like, no, you succeed <laughs> in in mustaching him off the tower. But in the process, I get hurt. In the process, you discover Freddie Mercury's pants are too tight, and you lo- you're losing circulation, and you lose a point of stamina. Oh no! <laughs> I can't maintain my Mercury transformation much longer. We have to finish this soon. <laughs> Otherwise, one of my legs might fall asleep. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm gonna. There's still the piece of the perfect pearl, mm-hmm. and. Puce has the rest of the pearl. Yes. So the piece of the perfect pearl is on top of the pole. Um, so if I get the piece of the pearl... At the pinnacle of the pole, thank you. <laughs> um, it's poised at the pinnacle of the pole. Poised yeah, at the pinnacle okay. of the pole. So, it's perfectly yeah, the... poised at the pinnacle of the pole. Precisely. All right, so the piece of the perfect pearl is perfectly poised at the pinnacle of the pole. Uh, And what Shell needs to do right now is get that piece um, with with one the hand that isn't hurt, and I'm going to put it into the the rest of the pearl. And obviously, then the pearl is going to kind of raise up out of Puce's hand, which will leave room for Captain Sparkle and Puce to duke out their final battle against each other. So that is what I am going to do. Um, I'm going to need flexibility for this. Yeah, sounds like it. Um, also, I'm completely wrapped around Puce, so I would argue that first I kind of need to escape this struggle that we're both in. So I would the say maybe hug. escape artist works as well. Yep. And I am going to do this dangerously by 
balancing basically i climb up and over puce and basically balance on top of her head trying to grab at the piece of the perfect pearl that also sounds like you might be monkeying around it does sound like you're monkeying around. and monkeying around okay so i think actually i have i can roll eight dice if right. I'm correct then. so i'm at five all right okay let's do this come on shale got a high nine yeah, me too. What's your next highest? Oh, nine. man. All right, my highest dice is nine. My second highest is seven. So if you drop her highest, that's going to be you know, only two. Well, if you get two successes, you y'all only need one more after that. So then we should do. We should give you a scar. Okay. It, it will remove one of my dice and set one of her dice to ten. I have a perfect so, scar. I have a perfect scar. Yes. Yeah, go for go. it. The general was the one of the people who was caring for you. And he just fell oh. to his doom. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> and then you discovered that he was evil. Uh, yes, I did. Oh, that's that's horrible. All right. Tell us the story of how you discovered he was evil. Yeah, I'm like, we flash back to, to what what happened. You How old were you? Maybe seven? Seven, yes. Seven, and you... Uh, where were you living with the Grey Rillas? We were Grey Rillas in the mist. Belgium. Of course. <laughs> the the natural habitat of the Grey Rillas. So we see you skipping around the corner with like a, a crown made out of flowers and, and like growing things and you're on your way to give it to General Granite. And as you come around the corner, you see he's deep in conversation with some really evil looking person in a black cloak with a big hood and it's all shadowed and there's glowing red eyes underneath it. And uh, finally he, he, he says, yes, my master. And he bows and then he says, I will kill them. I'll make sure of it. And then he walks away and you're left standing there with this flower crown in your hands trying to figure out what happened General Granite, no! <laughs> All right. So I, I'm, I feel like, you know, yeah, my, my scarf flares up, obviously, as I see him kicked off the, uh, the yes. top of the tower. And I, I, I whisper to myself, it's done. It's done. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then we remove your highest dice, right? So then. Right. And you'd, I, ass- I assume, take your one and move it and make it become a 10. Yes. yes. Cool. Yes, we do. Yes. <laughs> so how many successes is that? Yeah, actually, that's a bunch of successes. Um, oh, that might be all right. That's three uh, successes. Yeah, that might be all of it. So Shale, tell us how you unite the perfect pearl. All right. Yeah. Well, basically, I'm. I'm. So I'm climbing up. I. Un- I detangle myself from puce as I, you know, <laughs> steal myself, seeing granite fall off, saying it's done, it's done, and you know, now I need to help my friends. Quit monkeying around, Shale, and. Uh, <laughs> I climb up. Uh, I climb up the pole, and uh, I grab the piece with my left hand. And uh, basically, because obviously it's not my, uh, it's not the hand I'm used to, because my other hands burn. It kind of falls out of my hand, but as it does, it tumbles down and fits perfectly into the perfect pearl. And the perfect pearl raises out of Puce's hand, and all the cracks begin to flow with this bright white light. And then. You see Puce's eyes glowing red. Oh, no. <laughs> was it Puce all along? Oh, but it can't have been Puce because, it, or unless it was Puce from the future Puce. It was time travel. 
future Pewis I, went back I, and I think you need to cleanse Pewis and get the entire and get the real story maybe all right so you have <laughs> succeeded you now have control of the perfect pearl um Pewis is currently being uh held back general granite is no longer with us he has become one with the pavement I, I kind of feel like he didn't land on pavement. I feel like he landed on like uh, a, a jutting piece of granite from a building. So he's actually impaled become one again with his namesake. <laughs> General Granite has been impaled, which I mean, I guess I this is kind impaled. of a darker magical girl thing. So, <laughs> um, so the only thing you have left, you have succeeded in getting all of the danger taken care of. The only thing you have left is. The perfect pearl is uniting, and Pius is obviously brainwashed. So we are out okay, of so initiative. You have technically succeeded, but now I want you to describe to me the climax of the movie. So I reach out and I clasp the pearl in my glass glitter gauntlets, um, and the light that's flowing out of the pearl, which is now sort of just solidified to a solid glow around it as the as the cracks have stitched themselves back together, shines through the glass glittery gauntlets, um, and what happens is they just start throwing rainbows everywhere as the prisms that are, the gauntlets are made up of just start throwing the light um, in different places. So there's, we're just surrounded by rainbows up here. And Captain Sparkles uh, is standing at the center. And I say to my companions, it's going to take more to control the power. And so I'm hoping that you guys will join me. So um, they all come up and they, they like struggle forward through the, the rainbows that are shining everywhere, kind of blowing everyone backwards. Sapphire comes up and gets her hand on my shoulder. And then uh, Shale comes up and gets her hand on my shoulder. And then and then Square comes up and he grabs my my um, arm so that we're both kind of holding on to the pearl together. And then, uh, and then I shout, rainbow friendship magic! And the rainbows explode out from the pearl and the pearl just actually stops existing as a physical object and just uh, turns into a giant pulse of light that just basically goes out from this central point. Um, and we see it flow over Puce and then we zoom way out into space and you can actually see the point start in Tokyo on the planet and then you see the light just spread over the entire planet and um, instead of being sort of whatever colors blah suddenly the entire planet is like bright blues and greens and really vivid colors again and then we um, zoom back to this scene. Puce has fallen uh, to the ground. Onto a beam and is breathing sort of really raggedly. Puce! (laughs) We all run. Yeah, we we all run to her side. I can't believe it's going to end like this. I can't. Puce, you're not supposed to die. We just got you back. You can't leave us. We're with you, Puce. You'll never be alone. General Granite was using me as a host for the evil demon. I'm sorry. You, you've gotta, you've gotta hang in there, Puce. We, we didn't get the gang back together just to lose you again. Losing you the first time broke us apart. Wait, guys, can't we use the power of the perfect pearl? If we don't use it for ourselves, can't we use it to help, to help Puce somehow? It sounds like it might take all of you to um, gather up enough of the energy that has gone out to uh, heal Puce. Okay, we can do this. Quick. There's still some of it left in my gauntlets. And I will yeah. put my hands on her chest. 
Help me channel the power. I put my I quickly put my hands on her chest too. I my mustache extends. Yeah. <laughs> Touches her chest. You're like, I'm probably like I'm probably crossing a boundary for me to like <laughs> groping. I'm sure it's okay if it's just my mustache. <laughs> Fire. Oh, I'll, I'll take a quick swig and then do the thing. And so the all of your arms and mustache glow with the power of the perfect pearl. And we see the light like go into puce and her, her breathing kind of regulates and but she passes out, but she's she's alive and the scene fades. And then we come up on the credits. <laughs> you having saved the world, now that the world is full of light, what are you each doing um, over over the credits to show us like uh, what you did after the movie? Uh, Shale. Shale, basically, uh, you know, you kind of see her, I imagine, like, you know, these very fast rolling credits and, you know, people just kind of walking across the screen. <laughs> um, and you see her kind of walking along in a zookeeper's, uh, a zookeeper's outfit with a monkey Aww. on her shoulder, eating, uh, like, you know, eating a cone of ice cream and passing some to the monkey. And then, you know, the monkey sort of pushes the ice cream out of her hand and they both look at each other and laugh, like, <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Sapphire, did you give up drinking? Gods, no. I'm still, I'm a fresh, functional <laughs> Yeah, drunk. we did nothing to address that. <laughs> yeah, we did nothing yeah, to we address did nothing. the drinking well, issue. Well, I don't know. The perfect <laughs> pearl could have cured you from your disease. Yeah, well, now she's not an alcoholic. She's just a lush. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, no, I'm actually uh, sitting at a, not a very nice bar with a bunch of friends around being like, Drinking, clanking glasses together, smiling, not being a total jerk face. And the bar, it totally has a thing over it that says Sapphire's Place. Yes. Oh, yes, I own this bar. Yeah. You own this bar. Yes. I own it. I'll leave it up to the uh, to Amber, Amber and Nathan as to uh, whether or not you guys want to talk together or separately. Well, I don't know. You guys made a big deal about suing me for child support. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I feel like... The next scene is like us with a bunch of lawyers signing a bunch of documents. <laughs> the happy ending. <laughs> it's, well, it's fairly realistic, I guess. In the magical yeah, girl world, though. And we, we settle we settle for some sort of joint custody program and we walk out of the court. And, and you're walking out and uh, Brian is like, oh, I left my Game Boy. And he runs back in. But his Game Boy is like somehow got on the top of something that he's not tall enough to. So he kind of looks around and he just like wiggles his fingers and casts a rainbow that knocks off the Game Boy into his hands and he runs back out. I just catch him up in my arms and spin around with him. Yeah. As, as he goes to rejoin the happy family unit, the camera zooms out onto the hedgehog who just watches <laughs> menacingly. <laughs> Soon the boy will be mine. <laughs> I disagree with this. I want this on record. And as the as the screen goes dark, Lady Fuzzfur's eyes just flash red. <laughs> Why is Lady Fuzzfur evil? Because she made a group of child soldiers. <laughs> That's why. Several groups. You never and found out what happened to the other magical girls. Yeah. The rest of she the, led most the of them to dead. their deaths. Yeah. You don't know that they're dead. You just don't know where they are. No, she said they were all dead. Well, yeah, but do you trust her? Well, there we go. She's a monster. Yeah, she's <laughs> the last thing is to be continued. To be to continue? <laughs> With a little rainbow. With a right. little rainbow that rainbow. forms a question mark. Right. 
Oh my goodness. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us on our one last job episode of She's a Super Geek. If you want to learn the actual rules, you should really download the game because we (laughs) probably got stuff wrong. It's true. But you know, we had a lot of fun playing it. Do you guys want to say one more time where people can find you on the internet if they wanted to hook up with you or find the cool things that you do? Well, I don't hook up with strangers from the internet. <laughs> okay, okay. So, but if you want to find me or any of the podcasts that I do, you can head over to oneshotpodcast.com. And if you want to talk to me, uh, go on to Twitter and tweet me at oneshotrpg. Yeah, if you guys uh, if you guys want to know more about me or my roleplay game, you guys can check out angryhamsterpublishing.com and you can also tweet to me at angryhamsterrpg. You can uh, take a look at either my art at terrasnover.com or my webcomic at mothgirl.com. And if you want to get a hold of me, uh, my Twitter is jadegear. Thank you for listening to episode 10 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or on Stitcher. Your reviews really do help other people find the show. You can also find us on Twitter at SAS Geek Podcast. And on Facebook, Google+, and Tumblr, you can check out our website for links. SASgeek.com Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Find more fantastic music, merchandise, and tour dates on her website, kieranstrange.com, or follow her on Twitter for news and updates, at Kieran Strange. Get your own copy of One Last Job for Pay What You Want from lookrobot.co.uk. See you in two weeks for our next adventure. She's a robot.